0: Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of Pro Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Fashida. I'm Kelly. I'm Gabe. Hey, hey. look, it's Gabe, but he's not hosting. I know. He's on the show, but he's not hosting. <laughs> I'm and shirking my duties.
1: it's different from last week. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm not hosting either. Yeah. What do you mean it's different? Is well, this last thing?
1: week we had the all-woman cast. It was yes. Now yeah. it's like,
0: uh, it's cool. And uh, then it's Gabe. I know. Sorry,
1: <laughs> Gabe. <Jeez. laughs> it's cool, though. We welcome you back. <sighs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> I feel so welcome. <laughs> Mr. Man, our token man. <laughs> yeah, well.
1: We have to pick with you. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess on the agenda today... We found out yesterday that we will be going back to the State House next week. Always. Um, yeah, every day. Exactly. I mean, not every
0: day, but it seems like every day. It
1: seems like it. Um, it's never a dull moment. Back to Senate Bill 28, with, which is our fetal tissue um, disposal bill.
0: I mean, it's, it's not ours. <laughs> ours that we're uh, opposing. <laughs> Does anybody want to talk about that? Going back on the 28th through Senate Bill 28. Ah, well, remember that. I mean, there's there's really not much that can be said that hasn't already been said at this point. It's a bad bill. It's the funeral directors are going to get a lot of money and waste
2: a lot of time. It's unconstitutional. Yeah, I mean, as
1: is every other um, abortion bill that you know goes to this. uh, I mean, state house or that that is really the house,
2: right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, they're they're signing up for yet another court battle. Is this the
0: third hearing of this bill in the? House,
2: uh, I believe so because normally it's sponsor, so. proponent, opponent, right, uh, and then a vote. Okay, so, so this is proponent, opponent, opponent. This would be us. Okay. So okay. yeah, they're you know they're hearing a bill that's been blocked in another state. So a, a federal judge in where Indiana, yeah, has already taken a look at this yes. and said no, this is an unconstitutional undue burden. It's just designed to shame women and increase costs, so we're not going to let this go through. Correct. But Ohio's going to consider it. But
1: Ohio's like, you know what looks good? (laughs)
2: This (laughs) looks good.
1: This is not surprising. (laughs) Right. So uh, that will be on the 28th of next week. Um,
0: Come see Jamie kick some ass. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yes, I own Jamie Mariko. And so...
2: Right. The whole thing was, you know, it, it was uh, a product of these, uh, you know, the heavily edited videos uh, that these anti-Planned Parenthood groups put together. The Center
0: yes. for Medical
2: Progress. Right. Yes. Um, Ohio Attorney General Mike DeWine jumped all over this. He was like, oh, my God, I have <laughs> to get on this. And he Correct. he basically fabricated... This entire narrative about abortion clinics here in the state of Ohio that have been following the law. What'd they find, Gabe?
0: They found nothing. Yeah, (laughs) nothing. Nothing at all. Except for I was gonna
2: say (laughs) the fact that the processes that this, you know, that all of our clinics use are the same processes that, you know, responsible processes that hospitals and even John Kasich's prisons. Also, use
1: exactly this
2: is the industry standard exactly. for healthcare, so. but we have to ban it for only abortion clinics and only for abortions, not for miscarriages. Not for stu- it's like a terrible. Just anything
0: law. else? So yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to like, oh well, we talk more about abortion; they're doing bad things, but we don't want to talk about miscarriages doing bad things. Right, it's yeah. nonsensical. it's
1: stigmatizing. So once again. Um, yeah opposing a bill that is unconstitutional um a waste of taxpayers time money and
0: so just head in hands another Wednesday at the state house
2: right and and really the the one person who should be um you know uh, labeled with pushing this along is really Mike DeWine He's not a legislator. He's not going to sign the bill because he's not governor yet. He's not going to be governor because he sucks. Hint, hint. <laughs> but he's the guy that's right. responsible for this completely irresponsible legislation. Boo. Boo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, how long can we talk about this? Like these bills before we're just like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Why is it still around? Go away.
1: Unfortunately, I guess it's one of those things. I mean, it's what we do, though. You know, we have to... Be that voice in the community that fights these type of bills, and so unfortunately, we'll
0: always have to talk about it. How many years Threat? has this bill been introduced into the legislature?
2: This is its second go around, so this is year four for this legislature. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, there's so there's always going to be
1: some legislator that's going to introduce it. I believe.
2: So it's all—it's basically we're
0: gonna hang out with these bills until they get passed by the Ohio House and Senate, and then assigned or vetoed, but veto just starts the process again. So sign into law or veto override, and then we s- like hopefully sue, <laughs> depending on the bill. Yes, and then maybe it'll eventually go away. So we're looking at a ten-year process from like the inception of certain like some bills.
2: Yes, cool. Unless we bring in legislators who understand yes, that this absolutely. is a giant waste of time and money. So unless you want us to talk about these bills for the next six years, please vote for well, pro-choice If Canada. you're listening to this, this you this don't. This is why voting
1: is so important. <laughs> yeah.
2: And and voting against Mike DeWine.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine a legislature where we are talking about proactive bills and this is a happy podcast? <laughs>
2: <laughs> One of these days. Yeah. You know the the thing that stinks, and okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna crap all over the party that we support here. <laughs> when when I when I started with Planned Parenthood it was in 2008, uh, a shining beacon of hope, and we had a Democratic majority in the Ohio House and did not get floor votes on proactive legislation. So it's why it's a fine question. <laughs> um, y- you know it it is important to ask both the candidates that you're voting against and the candidates that you're voting for how they feel on these issues if they That's true. You know, just support them enough to check the box or if they actually will stand up in support of real solutions, you know, ensuring affordable access to contraceptives.
1: Absolutely.
2: uh, Sex education programming, comprehensive sex sex education. education.
0: education. Yes. Would (laughs) would you say that the candidates that Name Approachers Ohio endorses are those candidates? Uh, That'll be the ones that are going to stand up? Ding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like as a new staffer, like that's actually like something that I'm glad to know. Like it's not just like yes, they are pro-choice, but like I, I like okay, that's great, but like, are they going to actually do the work when they get into
2: office? Like that's what I want to know. Right. The the endorsements are decided upon by the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so not us. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we don't get a vote. Um, but they don't hand them out like business cards. You Good. Know, right. These so it are It is earned. an
1: extensive process that you know they have to go through, and hopefully, you know the correct person is selected.
0: I mean, so, I hope so, right. <laughs> if it's if it's extensive. Yeah. So basically, I'm hearing the NARAD Pro-Choice Ohio endorsement carries some weight. Yes. Good. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Um, when are our endorsements going to be announced? Do we I, know? I, I don't know because I do I'm not a part either. of that <laughs> process. <laughs> ah, bored. <laughs> Let us know.
2: <laughs> it's below all of our mm. pay grades.
0: <laughs> <laughs> below, I guess. Yeah, they're simultaneously. Above. above. They don't get paid,
2: but they are in charge of us.
0: So it's both below and above
2: our pay grade. The thing I said, but opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm going to throw an Audible into our agenda. Uh, The the candidates for governor, uh, the field changed since our last thing. It has.
1: Uh, uh, So we have. There's no women. We have no women now. Um, started the race with,
2: like, what, four, five women? Th- there's no. no women on the Democratic side. On the Republican side, there's Mary Taylor, who no one's going to vote for. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Please yeah, continue. Be nice, Gabe. <laughs> that, that was being so nice. We, oh, my gosh. So we
1: did start the race with um, Betty Sutton, Connie Pillage, and Naomi uh, really? and Whaley, and that was only three. I think there was only three. Um, and now we're down to none. Yes. Um, so we it. still have Richard Cordray, we have Dennis uh, Kucinich, and you guys I, but, blasted me last time for like saying his na- last name wrong. Um, <laughs> we have, um, <laughs> have Bill O'Neill, uh, we have Joe Schiavone, and uh, who am I missing? We have, um, it. is it just four now?
2: Yes. Okay. Four dudes. White um, dudes. So uh, Connie Pillich uh has been a champion for women for years, a terrific servant uh, of the people of Cincinnati and of the state of Ohio. Um, it's It's a true shame that she is no longer a candidate for governor in the state.
0: And Betty Sutton joined Cordray's ticket,
2: right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh We already talked about Nan Whaley. She's totally awesome. Okay. Whoever you know, which, mm-hmm. whichever Democrat wins the uh, she was wins mayor, governor it
0: was or is mayor. Jason. It is mayor. Well, I hope that she. Well, I guess it's too late for the filing
2: deadline. She is I'd like I would bet money. uh If you want to win back ten bucks, <laughs> yeah. uh, I Let's would. would going to say. Bet money that whoever wins. Uh, Our our next Democrat uh, governor of the state of Ohio is going to pick her up for a cabinet spot. She's going to be like Mm -hmm. the next director of the Department of, fill in the blank, education, health, commerce, insurance, whatever, uh, because she's terrific. Uh, Both Nane Whaley Mm -hmm. and Connie Pillich. Yeah, I won't, key I parts won't, of the next I won't bet
1: against that because I, yeah, I have to agree I mean, with you. Smart move, yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I, it'd be cool if she ran for House of Reps and just like in Dayton because Dayton needs some good folks. Yes. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. Dayton, don't let me down. <laughs> um, so going back to, in a roundabout way, uh, proactive legislation, um, something has come up regarding like the clinic ordinance sort of. Um, yes. So in Columbus we passed a clinic ordinance in what 2016 yeah it's got to be 2016, um, and then there Toledo is like in the process maybe trying considering a clinic protection ordinance, um, which was violated two days ago, right? Um, so our own, what well, I don't, I don't like, favorite daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michelle Davis, special sister, yes, yeah, uh,
1: like just one of our own. Yep,
0: she's one of our own. Uh, sure. Basically,
2: well, the one previous it. guest on this podcast, yes.
0: <laughs> um, and just general hellraiser. Uh, she's a clinic escort um, at Founder's Women's Health Clinic, and uh, this past Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't know what day it is. Uh, she was assaulted by a protester.
2: Uh, actually, struck.
1: Yeah, actually, struck. literally. Yes, he uh, um, smacked her.
0: Yeah, yeah, on like with an open hand on the back. Um It was, like, at the end of her shift, she was about to leave, and she, like, didn't recognize this guy, so she, like, wanted to take a picture just for documentation. Yeah, he tried to grab her phone. Mm -hmm. And And started yelling at her, and, like, while she was, like, bent over, because he was trying to... Grab
1: her phone, yeah, and they kind of fought for it. Yeah, he smacked her on the back.
2: Right. And for anybody who thinks, oh, she was taking this picture... That's what... That's legally allowed. Exactly. (laughs) A, it's legal. B, if you're outside an abortion clinic... Uh
0: Uh-huh.
2: This is what happens. The protesters take pictures of the patients, the staff, the escorts
0: and then put them on websites to like try and shame them and yeah. put them on blast.
2: Clinic escorts do take pictures of the and protesters. Mm-hmm. This happens all the time. This is not an uncommon like why did the person take my picture if it you're is, protesting outside an abortion clinic?
0: It's legally allowed. There's just
2: going to be pictures of everybody taken.
0: Yeah, That's I mean, what happens. I mean, so, part of its documentation because it is like a safety thing. Like I don't absolutely. know, absolutely. <laughs> As we've seen in uh, New Jersey this week, the man stole a bakery truck and then crashed into a Planned Parenthood. Right. right. Um, so these minor incidents
1: can obviously turn into a major incident. Like this is not anything that I would call um, uh, that I would say wasn't serious because obviously people are becoming very ser- serious about things like this when it comes to abortions and you know how they feel about the situation.
0: And I mean, clearly this is like this is like something that needed to be documented if if a, a protester's response to having his picture taken is to to physically assault yes. a clinic escort maybe he shouldn't be at the clinic protesting absolutely right. like right. so um
2: yeah uh you know i i'm always reminded whenever we talk about pictures outside clinics uh, of the hearing in toledo you brought up the clinic protection ordinance that the city council up there is considering um one of the points that was raised during the testimony over that ordinance, um, multiple uh, anti-abortion people testifying. Were
0: they actually from Toledo? Because in Columbus, all the antis were not actually from Columbus.
2: I I, I didn't follow them home. <laughs> no, they
0: they, they they had to like list their address. None of
2: them were from Columbus. Ah. Could be. Interesting. Um, but so multiple people there swore up and down that, no, we don't take pictures. We don't write down <laughs> license plates. And then there was yeah. this little old lady, and she steps up, and she's like, well, I write down the license plate exactly. numbers so that we know who's going in and out of and the And
1: let me just tell you, <laughs> if somebody's writing down my license plate, I'm going to be extremely freaked out about that. Like, why?
2: Right. Like, so do you, you plan- know <laughs> Taking pictures of protesters... This was not something that she was doing to, you know, she wasn't initiating anything. She wasn't antagonizing this guy. She was just taking his picture. That's what happens. For him to escalate that, to physically grab her, to bend her over yeah, and exactly. smack her, that's completely her out of phone, bounds, like, total assault, exactly horrible.
1: Like. Yeah, you completely went from one extreme to the next. So,
2: Right. This is why we ask politicians to dial back the extreme rhetoric that they use to stop using graphic imagery. Yes. Um, you know, to get these extremist anti-abortion groups recognized for how horrible they are. Exactly. It's because yeah. it causes people to do more extreme things physically like hit people and drive trucks into planned parenthood locations.
0: I I can't help but think Nope, forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I don't understand how these people can't see their own hypocrisy, where they're they're taking pictures of yeah. patients, they're taking pictures of clinic escorts, they are harassing these people, and even like just the slightest bit of well I'm gonna document you just in case you decide to come kill me later, is gonna end up with like our clinic escorts getting assaulted. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean to me it seems to be like the the people that. Um, or protecting the patients are a lot more peaceful than the
0: protesters, you know, than the the anti. So I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, this guy was a was a volunteer with Forty Days for Life. It's currently the Forty Days for Life. In case uh, anyone who's listening didn't know, that started on Valentine's Day and will end on Easter Sunday, which is April Fool's Day. So just kind of bookends of holidays that are. So not... for people who may not know what that is, or. Increased activity of protesters, uh, like protesters at the clinic. So um, they protest every day during for 40 days during Lent. Uh, it actually happens now biannually, so it happens twice a year. Not sure when it happens in the fall. Not sure why it happens in the fall, but it does. Interesting. The one that makes sense to me is the spring during Lent, but right. I don't. I don't. So I don't know what's going on. Do you know why they do it in the fall?
2: No. Okay.
0: But yeah, so yeah, it starts on Ash Wednesday slash Valentine's Day because nothing says I love you like reminders of your (laughs) mortal (laughs) peril. And uh, ends on April Fool's Day. I don't need a comment for that one. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's just funny.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, the situation itself... um, Not so funny. Not at all. And uh, so we definitely are showing our support for...
0: Yeah, we'll definitely keep uh, keep abreast of the situation. and What's the going situation on? Situation
1: exactly, and
0: um, but yeah, I mean that's that, that's a relatively minor incident in the scope of things with regards to clinic ridiculousness. But yeah, there was a truck driving into a New Jersey Planned Parenthood this week. Right. Um, the initial uh, reports were like unsure of motive of driver, and we're like, okay, that's nice. Exactly, that must yeah. be nice to be like hanging out in your little journalist world. Like, I don't I don't think about abortion every day, so clearly that's not what's going on here.
2: Right. His motive was he hates Planned Parenthood. Exactly. And then
0: driving, to the they side of it.
1: right. And the
2: result is that clinic is now temporarily closed. Absolutely. Patients do not have access to these services they exactly. were going to Planned Parenthood for, which he sought to block.
1: Which everyone maybe not even... Going there for an abortion or anything pertaining to an abortion, Planned right. Parenthood we don't know if it way was a, more an abortion clinic. Exactly, honestly, you know, that so the like,
0: likelihood is that it was not an abortion clinic. Exactly.
1: So um, the reports
0: said that one pregnant person was injured, so it could have very well been a clinic that provides prenatal services.
1: Birth control, or yeah. even you know, marriage well, mean, services. A little late if she's <laughs> oh, well, I mean, just like for other people. You know what I mean? They, I'm sure they provide an array of services. So people may have an agenda, and just
0: I mean, even if it is an no abortion sense. clinic, don't drive a truck. Into exactly. The side of it. <laughs> Correct.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. I completely agree. I, I guess I just uh, my point was that people just they do things for one reason, and it's like you're completely just off base.
0: It must be nice to like not have to think about this all day every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unsure of motive. Sure, okay. <laughs> Whatever, dude.
1: Ah, uh, this is our world. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: Um. And then, in the scope of things, you know, we had the good news of Toledo. Yeah, uh, it's
0: hopefully gonna stay open because, uh, in bad news, again, <laughs> <laughs>
1: the clinic will I just, stay open. I don't want it. Open. Do we have open. to continue to be the bearer of bad news? Yes. No.
0: That's our job.
1: No. (laughs) I refuse. (laughs)
2: The the good news is that as soon as the Ohio Department of Health restores the license for capital care, full abortion services will again be available in Toledo. Yes. That's the good news. The bad news is that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So uh, we're asking folks to contact the director of the Department of Health, Lance Himes, and say, hey, Dude, right? restore What's the, the license. <laughs> They've met all of the requirements, <laughs> both the legitimate ones and the BS Absolutely. that's been fabricated by John Kasich to attempt to block the clinic. They've met all the requirements. So they there is no reason right now
1: why there should be any type of hold up. Correct. Teresa Fetter, um, friend of ours, she did write a letter to the uh, Department of Health saying that they should go ahead and restore the license. And there was... Um, many other um, legislators who signed on. That's
0: cool.
2: Yes. Yes. So so who is the ODH director? Uh, Lance Himes. Is he appointed? Uh, he is appointed. Oh. Um, you know, this, this decision, the, the previous appointee for the Department of Health um, was Richard Hodges. Uh, he's the guy in the, the marriage equality case of Obergefell versus Hodges. Yes. <laughs> he was the guy that was opposing marriage equality. Oh. He was like a really blatant political appointee. And then he had an <laughs> underling named Lance Himes, who was kind of like the department's legal guy. Okay. That person is now the director. He's...
1: So many connections. Uh,
2: he's there. He he was always sort of seen as just a, a straightforward. I'm going to do the legal work of the you know the Department of Health. He's taking orders on strategy from John Kasich's office. Okay. That's where the Department of Health always takes their cues for abortion stuff. If, oh, gross! If that wasn't Makes the sense. case, then they wouldn't be harassing clinics like they do. Yeah, gross. exactly. So this decision, I hate this. While it's it's immediately in the hands of Lance Himes, <sighs> is it's basically politics. John Kasich. Saying, hold on, let's drag our feet a little more because exactly. every day we do, we block women from the care that exactly. they are seeking. Exactly.
1: So even though um, ProMedica signed the transfer agreement, we're going yes. to just continue to drag our feet to make them wait because we can. But it's yes. about patient
0: safety.
2: Right. They need to restore the license to ensure that access to care continues in the city of Toledo uh, it's the constitutional right of people in Northwest that's Ohio loving. to have a clinic in their community that has met all of the requirements of the state of Ohio to be a safe and legal abortion provider.
0: So, yes. should we uh, get a new governor, they will appoint a new ODH director. Yes. Ooh.
2: <laughs> and and that you know the thing that's terrifying is that um, while Kasich has been completely anti-abortion, there always been. You know, there always has been this this lens of, you know, the potential presidential race looking down on what he's doing. Right. Mike DeWine.
0: I hope we just raise hell if he ever runs for office again. We will. I know. (laughs) I I know. But, like, specifically, I don't want it to just be us.
2: Right. Mike DeWine, on the other hand, has no such burden. He is never going to run for president. He's never going to get elected president. He's (laughs) completely unpresidential. I mean,
0: I have no idea what Mike DeWine looks like. Really? Really, really. It's, oh. <laughs> I don't go out of my way to look at this man. Oh, yeah. I understand it, both. It's
2: not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, DeWine, if elected governor, uh, would be even me. worse than John Casey oh, yeah. so in terms levels. of an anti-abortion agenda. So many Women's levels. Women's rights are just going right out the window with Mike DeWine. Oh, I mean. He's already done whatever he can to destroy them.
1: The the term barefoot impregnant means absolutely nothing right now.
2: Unfortunately. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do that again. It sucks.
2: So, yeah, we need to keep Mike DeWine away from the governor's <laughs> Absolutely. office. Absolutely, uh, that would be just voting totally is so
1: important on so many levels. So
0: yeah, I mean, know. even if we don't necessarily endorse in the governor's race, I, we will definitely fight like hell against Mike DeWine.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, what else is going on?
1: Um, guns. Guns. <laughs> that was the next note. Uh I'm sorry, guys. We want to talk to you guys and positive have a positive uh, day and <laughs> news, but it's like we have to give you what's you know happening in the real. So please um, vote,
0: so we can give you good news.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this whole year we're going to be working on 2018 midterms. So come out with us. Come, uh, you know, canvas with us. Come phone bank with us, so that we can win these elections and, and talk about good stuff. So it, it'll be <laughs> it'll be
0: fun under current of desperation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So well, in, in, in the, in the spirit of, uh, talking about,
0: yeah, I mean, I think, I think gun legislation and gun laws and gun control is going to be a much hotter topic in 2018 than we necessarily anticipated, at least until last yeah. week.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: a- yeah. Last week uh, in Florida, 17 students oh, and God, teachers unimaginable, like- were killed by a lone gunman at, um, a high school in Florida. Um, and, uh, uh this isn't an, an uncommon story, you know in the United States literally,
1: there is almost a school shooting every week,
0: yeah, but what is actually really interesting in, is has been the response and the follow up and the organizing by the surviving students of this high school they've been amazing-, amazing. brave, I mean just brave just and they are they're holding their legislators' feet to the fire under gun legislation, and I love it, oh my god it's so good. Like I've never seen Marco Rubio look like a person, like an uncomfortable, sweaty person. <laughs> I know, and it's amazing. Yeah, I know, and it was done by high school students. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was great. It's really good. Uh, I mean, I a lot of these students, probably most of these students, aren't old enough to vote. Yeah, but they are getting involved. Like, like, like no. So just other.
1: imagine what steps they will take once they are able to vote I and know, make that girl. change. Um, you know, I'm. It's it is going to be great. Um, you know, they were also you know holding uh, Dana, the NRA yeah. representative accountable. Yeah, yes, Dana Lesh. Um, accountable for the, the
0: statement that uh, I Emma Gonzalez
2: is that her name? I was googling it to make sure Emma Gonzalez has been amazing.
0: Yes, she uh, she's yes. also the president of her student or, uh, student or of her high school's uh, gay straight alliance. She's yes. a bisexual yes. Latina.
2: Who who Dana Lesh misgendered in one of her? Uh, Did she
0: really? I don't know, yeah. yeah, I missed that.
2: Yeah, if, if you were watching it, mm-hmm. she called her. Yeah, I
1: watched it. Yeah. She said he and what?
2: Yeah, okay. it, she said kind of this guy there because uh, Emma has you know mm-hmm. a really yeah. tight buzz cut, right? Um, so. Which she has
0: said is not a political statement, but rather would just not wear a sweater on her head in Florida. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a that's a terrific point. Yeah. Uh, no, uh Emma's Dana, been she's, amazing. She's, she's, she yeah. said,
0: We will do for your children what you refuse to do. And I was like, oh
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Completely
2: inspirational teenagers uh, I agree. in Florida They're, standing I agree. up.
0: And I mean <laughs> I I read a a particular burn by them. Uh what what was it? Um it was something about how easy to buy Mark Oh, we should call Air 15's Marco Rubios because of how easy they are to buy.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, Amazing. I was like, "Oh!
0: Can we get a bumper sticker
1: or something like that?" I, I say, that is
0: awesome.
2: That's hilarious.
0: It is. I'm like, <laughs> There's there's I mean there's Nice. I mean high schoolers and like young uh like young college students are so media savvy so they're carrying yeah. like these conservative conspiracy theories. They're like really amazing at organizing. Like they are, they are, just are kicking everybody's ass, and it's exactly. just like, well, I'm glad I got into my job when I did because I know everybody coming up no after me. No kidding. Exactly. <sighs> I was thinking the same thing.
1: <laughs> They're going to be amazing, and it was just to me. I just felt like um, huh. they were just brave to even be there at the and you know encountering what they did. Um, I know that I had to be able to just.
0: It's it's uh, so I, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine
1: dealing with that, and then you know having to come and relive it and they I re- did it with so, with such poise you know
0: I really hate uh watching like the town halls on CNN or MSNBC or any like any the network News station Because it's just like It's there's such like Lukewarm questioning Right And there's not really Any rebuttals And like that's not What happened At the CNN Oh yeah the They were just like uh, Okay great But you didn't answer My question And I was like Yes I know And then so, they tried To right. shut someone down on If they ask harsh
1: questions And I'm just like No let them ask Let like, them seriously. suffer Exactly Like there were kids That were killed Many kids So like Yes Let them ask these questions Like yeah.
2: yeah, it's troubling. Uh, Connie Schultz, who's the uh, wife of Sherrod Brown, <clears throat> put a, a graphic on Facebook to explain. People have been asking, "Hey, you know, how much money is Sherrod Brown getting from the uh, from the NRA?" Nothing. Zero. Thank <laughs> <Sharon> you.
0: Sherrod Brown <laughs>
2: proudly gets an F from the NRA. Exactly. Rob tried, Portman, they tried it. Uh, Rob Portman got $1,472,789 from the NRA.
0: Are we surprised? No. Wow. I Mark Aruba was like, people buying into my agenda, and like the whole room just like boost. <laughs> it's like don't yeah, anymore. No, so yeah, they yeah. Sherrod Brown, he's getting an F from uh, Right to Life, and he's getting an F from the NRA. I think he's a he's a good guy. Those
2: are two really good F's. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) If You ever want to earn an F?
1: (laughs) Those are the those are the Fs to earn. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow, no, that's amazing. So we're proud of our Sherrod. Yes,
0: I I think yeah. Gun legislation is going to be a big big topic this year, Uh, and like what came down to that, it was like every town for gun safety has been putting out all this like information about candidates. And the NRA had checked the wrong box saying that they had given Sherrod Brown like a little over 10 grand. False. But it was actually the like, it was part of the money they spent against Sherrod Brown, is what it actually (laughs) was. So.
1: Well, I guess Donald Trump thinks now that, well, he tried to correct the statement. First, he said that we should arm all teachers. Then he tried to say, well, that's not what he said. Um, Mm. What he said was, all teachers who are... I'm
0: going to point you know. out that Ronald Reagan was surrounded by armed CIA ag- agents when he was shot. So, yeah, no, let's just trust scared teachers. It's right. fine. Yeah.
1: Well, there was a teacher who actually, I think it was on the news this morning, and I heard her say, like, she doesn't want to be armed. She was like, I would be nervous with a gun. Like, what if I accidentally shoot one of the kids or something? You know? What I mean, I mean honestly, like, yeah,
0: if we arm teachers, what we're going to end up with is dead students. Yeah, I just...
1: Can we think about some of this? Well, no, we have a president who doesn't think.
0: Right. And, I, uh, uh, like, some of the, like, Lip services like, oh, we should care, like do more about mental and like mental illness. It's like, well. Uh, there are some teachers that have mental illness. Exactly. Like It's not really uncommon. I mean, there's people in this office with mental that's illness. That's the first there's time I've exactly. heard that point
2: raised. That's really.
1: Well, <laughs> that's I see totally uh, one point. of the students I've seen on social media said, Well, my t- one of my teachers actually committed suicide. Like, yeah. there's so much going on that people don't even take into consideration. Like, you can't just give every teacher a gun. And
0: honestly, not, I mean, t- more guns are not the answer, but also, like, it's not mental illness that is killing yeah. students. Like, this is a ridiculous point. Like, I agree. Like once again, <laughs> cre- creating a like a, uh, d- a database of people with mental illness is just going to stigmatize mental illness. Exactly, and uh, <laughs> still and-
2: not solve the problem. So, no. No. No, <laughs> <still not. laughs>
0: what the problem is is toxic masculinity and toxic whiteness. And well, let's, let's address talk this. about gun reform. Let's talk about the things that really
1: matter. Um, I mean, if we're it was not mental, mental scene, illness, we would have we would see half of the shooters being women, and we don't see that. There's just so many valid points, and none of these points are being addressed the correct way. So
0: I don't know. Ban ban all guns. (laughs) I'm fine with saying that ban all guns.
1: Well, I guess now we can maybe talk about some more positive things. Uh,
0: (laughs) My uh, baby is six months old today. Yeah. I kept him
1: alive for six months. (laughs) (laughs) Proud of myself. Now that is funny. Um, (laughs) Oh gosh. Hilarious. Uh, Squish. Super cute. (laughs)
2: <laughs> very squishy what's coming up on the events calendar
1: oh <laughs> about let's, events see. Now. let's see <laughs> how
2: well can
0: I remember my events March 4th is Craft Crafternoon this is going to be a Holy Craft from oh, 1 man. to 5 not 3 to 5 1 to 5 we're mixing it up by like testing to see like do people need more time to craft because crafting takes longer sometimes or it can just be a drop-in event anyway Crafternoon come on, on Sunday March 4th where Holy Craft up in Clintonville hang out with me and a cat um, and hopefully other people March 7th is, uh, the next reproductive health happy hour. I'm hosting that one. It's at St. James Tavern. It's a Wednesday from six to eight. Please bring $5 to donate. Um, you will get a drink ticket, which will be good for a draft beer or a well liquor drink. Um, all of the money for this happy hour is going to go to abortion provider appreciation day. Abortion provider appreciation day is March 10th. Um, so we're going to be writing thank you notes and maybe c- like creating some little packages to like thank our abortion providers because they are like the front lines in the trenches of this war.
2: <laughs> um, I have to admit that one every single year sneaks up on me in the calendar, like I gotcha. a, when I'm, when I'm planning the social media, you know, like, what are we going to put up on this day? It's like, you're welcome. Suddenly it'll be noon that day. I'll be like, Hey, it's abortion provider appreciation. It
0: is a Saturday this year. <laughs> Every year. It's a Saturday okay. this year, so I'm letting okay. you know.
2: We're going to have it covered this year.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Happy hour, March 7th. March 8th is... Uh, there's also a happy hour that night at St. James for International Women's Day. We don't have anything to do with that, but I just wanted to, like, shout it out. That's going to be raising money for the Matriots, which I think... Is it a pack A super pack? I don't know what it is, but it's an organization that raises... An actual pack. yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's an organization that raises money specifically to elect... Women and not just women, but like I think pro choice progressive women, yes, which is good and it's specific to Ohio, which is yes. even better. So it's nice. kind of a
2: local version of Emily's list,
0: but better.
2: I mean, Emily's <laughs> list is pretty good. I'm not going
0: to talk to you about that right now. I'm just going to
2: say <laughs> local, I'm, I'm emphasizing the local, part.
0: yeah, keep your money in Ohio. Um, March 10th is abortion provider appreciation day. March 12th, I have a uh, phone bank on the books. We'll see if that continues to happen because I don't yet have a topic since
2: Toledo went so well. Yes. Um, Hopefully by then, Lance Himes will have signed. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully you I won't issue have to. the license. Maybe it'll still be on Toledo. Who knows?
0: Exactly. We will see. Um, How I, well
2: can you remember the calendar?
0: Well, I'm at, I'm at March 12th right now. I don't think I have any events between March 12th and March 21st. March twenty first is going to be the next Cincinnati Reproductive Health Happy Hour, and that's in Cincinnati. It'll probably be at Urban Artifact. March twenty second, I am doing my next next luncheon lobby at University of Cincinnati with Bridget, Representative Bridget Kelly. Um, I did this last month with Representative Catherine Ingram. It's a lot of. It's really cool. It's you get a free lunch and you get to lobby your representatives at the University of Cincinnati. It is like primarily uh, aimed at students at University of Cincinnati. Um, There's going to be a primer on lobbying before the actual talk with uh, Rip Kelly so you can learn about what bills she's uh, working on and like learn how to ask questions and and, like how to lobby. Um, I'm just really proud of
2: this event. Right. Just to put a pin in the calendar, March 23rd is the date where the Down syndrome abortion ban would be enacted. It would take effect. The lawsuit was filed, I think you guys talked about that last week, maybe. Um, Sometime between now and March 23rd, I would assume that yes. a judge is going to say, hey, there's a lawsuit filed, Right. put a hold on this mm-hmm. law taking effect. So between now and March 23rd, look for that.
1: Yes, yeah, so and we will keep everyone posted on that. So check our Facebook page. And if you guys have any questions about any of these events, check our Facebook page. We have everything posted. March um,
0: 9th and 10th is the Women Have Options clothing swap, which yes. I am the lead organizing volunteer on. I'm not doing that as part of this job, but I am organizing it anyway can you describe what that is um it's the swap for solidarity so uh it's a fundraiser for women have options you bring a bag of clothes whatever you are getting rid of the night before and then you get a golden ticket so it's ten dollars you get a golden ticket and you can take as many (laughs) (laughs) you can take as many clothing items the next day as you can physically carry um and uh, it's really great. Like, there's some really nice stuff. Like, people don't bring like junk; they bring cool things, costumes. Uh, items are like encouraged. Um, we are going to have childcare this year, so you can bring your children and then shop. Um, it's it's a really nice event. It's going to be at Saint Stephen's Episcopal Church
2: um, on OSU's campus. I nice. just remembered. Mom's got a whole rack of like my sister's old. Oh my God! Please stuff. bring it, please. Huge rack of like please bridesmaids dresses. Oh my God! Please bring it, th- yeah, bring yeah. it. So I so I just bring this sack of crap that not <laughs> crap, nice dresses. Yes, honestly, probably yeah.
0: not crap. Uh,
2: that you know my sister doesn't wear anymore. Is your sister like a size ten? Uh, you yeah. don't know. Uh, she's, oh yay. She's, I worked in a clothing store in college. She's, Were you at the Gap? I was. I was at Gap kids. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! You look
1: too like funny. A, you
0: look like a guy that worked with the Gap. Yeah, you did look it's, like a Gap it's person. It's where I gay. learned
2: my rule about childhood development. Is that a
1: Gap sweater that you're
2: wearing now? Uh, or? No, this is this was actually uh, this is like vintage my dad's closet. So, oh my gosh, uh, I love it! <laughs> but it's where uh, at Gap Kids I learned my rule of childhood development of the ages. It's one walk, two talk, three poop. <laughs> <laughs> that is
1: so
2: funny. Because uh, I started the job, I was like, I I don't know anything about kids. <laughs> Now
0: he has two of his own. Um, March 24th is going to be a Bustin' Stigma Burlesque show. This is the second year that this has happened, and it's another fundraiser for Women Have Options. And I mention this because I'm producing it. This is my second year putting this show together. Cool. Nice. Yeah. And it'll be the first time that I've done burlesque since I was pregnant. Hopefully, if I get it together. I don't know. It's really hard to do things when I have a child. <laughs> yeah, burlesque stage manager? <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I'm putting the show together. Oh, I'm going to use the megaphones and make a bra.
1: Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> like, like a 50s cone bra, but what, much more aggressive. What date is this? This is going to be March 24th. It's going nice. to be at Bossy Girls Pen-Up Joint in Clintonville. Um, nice. And then April 10th, say the date, lobby day or advocacy day. What do we call it these days? Lobby Day? Internally, it's Lobby Day. Uh, <laughs> Externally, adv- it might be Advocacy Day.
2: Right. Uh, I, I think it's it's a coalition event, and some of the organizations uh, do lobbying, and some of them don't. And so to make it accessible to all of the groups that participate, we dropped the word lobby out of the name. It's, it's the same event. So it's an Advocacy Day. <laughs>
0: well, if anyone is well, interested in learning yeah. how to citizen lobby, I recommend the book Citizen Lobbyist by Amanda Keney, because anyone mm-hmm. can lobby. Cool.
2: Uh, but the Freedom of Choice Ohio Advocacy Day. April 10th. April 10th. Mm-hmm. So, my next craft noon will be April 8th. But Come
0: to her craft noon. Yes. Yeah, so fun. I, <laughs> 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 She's never been, but I appreciate her support. I don't know. How. I, don't, I don't do it. <laughs> that's the thing. For craft <laughs> noon, you can come and learn. I know. I guess it's just not my thing. That's fine. That's <laughs> that's, you don't have to. But if you're at all interested in crafting or want to learn yes. how to craft, come. <laughs> Details for everything in the show notes. Yes. True enough. I did pretty good about remembering my calendar. You did very well. Mm-hmm.
1: You did extremely well, actually. My <laughs> yeah. memory sucks. It's
0: okay. <laughs> um, also, keep an eye out for a, an organizing meeting in Columbus f- with Planned yes. Parenthood. Um, and then April, we'll probably have one in Dayton, since we had one in February yes. with Dayton.
2: So. Cool. Keep an eye out.
0: Yeah, oh, Party hard. All. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.